welcome to the Passenger Seat Podcast, a podcast designed to fill your passenger seat with chat about classic cars, all recorded from my 1968 Morris Minor Peggy. I'm Becca and today I'm on my way to my parents' house because they've kindly offered to let me drive their A40 Farina, their most recent addition to their fleet, for a little bit of a different podcast for you guys today. Um, so I'm on my way there to do a quick swap and uh, try out the A40. My quirk of classic car ownership for you today is it doesn't matter how long you've been involved in the scene, there's always like a car or something that you've maybe never heard of or goes on to surprise you. And actually the A40 was one that was that for me. I remember when my parents were looking to buy something of about the same sort of era as Peggy and uh, same sort of kind of usability. When this A40 came up on the old Facebook marketplace, um, it was uh, a bit of a kind of car that I hadn't really heard a lot about or seen much of. And so it was really interesting to me to kind of see that. And they've certainly been having their fair share of enjoyment and issues with it. Um, but it's certainly an interesting little car that's well worth us having a little bit of an explore and comparison to a Morris Minor today. Okay, so we're in a little local park, car park. Uh, I've parked up, I've been around the block a couple of times um, in the car just to kind of get a little bit of a feel for it. Um, and now I'm going to take you guys along with me. Um, I haven't got the engine running, so the podcast probably sounds a little bit different at the minute um, than, than usual, but I thought it'd be good for you guys to kind of hear it starting up as well along with me kind of getting used to it. Uh, first thing that I've kind of noticed that's a little bit different is that Poppy, uh, the Farina that we're in, uh, predates kind of seat belts and things like that. Um, so doesn't have seat belts fitted in the front like Peggy. So I've had to be a little bit creative about where I have attached my microphone for this uh, section of the episode. So um, hopefully that's all picking up well and um, we'll get started. So uh, gonna start her up now. I didn't have to use the choke and stuff this time because I've obviously warmed her up running around the block. Um, and yeah, so all running quite well. In front of me looks really quite different to in Peggy. Um, the Speedo is really kind of stylized um, and actually in front of me rather than kind of to the side. Um, the indicators are in the middle. Uh, the choke's really far over. Uh, the dashboard is kind of covered in this leather or pleather um, but yeah it's feeling quite different um, but also there's a little bit of familiarity obviously the gearbox is feeling different it's the same gearbox that would have been in the Morris Minor of this period um, Poppy is a 1952 um, no sorry Poppy is a 1962 um, so she's got the 948 running gear and gearbox etc that was in the Morris Minor of the same era um, but 
I don't have the original Morris gearbox in mine at all. Um, so all I've got to kind of compare gearbox wise is the Morris Miners that I drove when I was test driving to buy. Um, but yeah, let's stop waffling, uh, find first gear and get out of this car park and give it a feel. The other thing that I've noticed is quite different is it is really warm. I turned up today in my flying jacket as you saw on uh, the little intro piece and my mum was like, you won't need that in there. Um, and she's right, it's even warmer than in Peggy in uh, here. So I'm definitely uh, took it off uh, to be a little bit more comfortable and uh, less warm. different name in Sweden um, but it sold just as Austin in most countries um, because it was quite unusual for the period because most of BMC's stuff was being kind of badged under various different names um, but the A40 Farina didn't didn't get that um, it was only ever an Austin car um, so it's quite unusual that we're not seeing kind of Morris and Wolseley etc versions of it um, and that quite makes it quite an unusual little cool little car um, so when when my parents saw it on um, 
Facebook Marketplace. At the time, they were kind of looking for something 60s that was going to be quite quite easy to to run about and um, have quite good parts availability and things like that. And the this car came up a few times in their searches, but they've been looking at kind of minis and Morris Miners. Um, and they didn't really want to go for a Morris Minor given that that was kind of what I got myself. Uh, they wanted something a bit different. Minis carry such a, a heavy price tag just because of the name really. Um, and uh, they were looking at kind of Volkswagen Beetles and stuff like that. Um, but again, those things are carrying names. So yes, they've got the parts availability, but the, the prices for kind of what they were looking at prices for what they were kind of looking at were quite high and the, the quality of, of the car that they were getting wasn't that great. Uh, so this car had come up on several little searches and they thought well we'll, we'll have a look, we'll see what it's like um, and um, kind of investigate the parts availability and stuff like that. So they'd, they'd done a little bit of investigating um, and I kind of did a bit of investigating too and because it's still BMC even though the car wasn't ever released on anything like uh, the Morris name or the Wolseley name because it shares so many kind of mechanicals with the Morrises of the period the parts are reasonably well available which means that it's only kind of stuff like body panels and things and having looked into it um, the club for the A43 Marinas is actually really quite good for that sort of stuff as well. So it was actually a, a viable option for them, which was a, a little bit of a surprise. So they had, uh, they went and had a look at it, checked it out, and um, really quite liked it. So they they ended up uh, bringing it home. And so that's kind of how Poppy joined the family. Um, she's been with my parents now since about October 2020. Um, in that time she's had kind of a few little runs about I guess. Um, not Nothing big trips or anything like that just because of the time of year but also because there's been a few bits and pieces to get sorted on her. Uh, no car that you buy uh, as a classic second hand is going to come to you absolutely perfect with, with no issues. So um, they've had a few bits and pieces to do on her. She's had a new dynamo fitted, most recent uh, new alternator to replace the dynamo fitted most recently, um, and that seems to be serving her reasonably well. Uh, the heater and the radio have all been kind of fiddled about with, and hence why it's lovely and warm in here. And, and yeah, so in terms of how I'm getting on with the driving. Uh, I tell a lie, I am actually finding it a bit more difficult to remember to turn the indicators off than I expected, but I'm, I'm getting there. The little light on the button on there is, is doing reasonably well. Um, the, the sun visors, the sun is like right in, the, in front of me at the moment, and uh, the sun visors are a little bit laughable. There's space for a lot more of a sun visor there, but they just didn't do it. Um, so respect to them for making that decision. <laughs> So you definitely need a good pair of sunglasses if you're thinking of getting yourself an A43 to drive, even in, in winter sun. But yeah, 
yeah, I'm not finding the steering or anything too difficult. Um, the, the gears, are, I'm, you've probably noticed, they're taking a little bit of getting used to. They're a little bit further forward and further reached than they are in the Morris. And um, there's also some kind of kangarooing that I keep doing by accident um, uh, in some of the gears. Um, but reasonably, reasonably comfy. The seats and, and the ride and the seating position I'm finding really quite comfortable. Um, and yeah, uh, I'm certainly enjoying my little drive. It's taken me a little while to be actually be able to, to borrow her off my parents because they enjoy driving her so much. Um, my sister had first dibs on getting a little bit of a drive in her. Um, and so my first time actually sitting in her was a couple of weeks ago when uh, we went for that little drive around the block to kind of get used to some of the stuff um, with kind of dad in the driving seat just pointing things out to me. Um, and then yeah, other than that, it's been quite a quite a while to, to get in here, but I, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, first time I saw Poppy Dad uh, after they picked her up, there was it was definitely a car that appealed to me. It's a very beautiful looking car. It's got some lovely features. Uh, the doors close absolutely beautifully. Um, that was one of the first things I noticed about the car um, and made me think actually that car must have been worth um, a fair bit more than the Morris that came out at the same sort of time. I haven't driven a Morris of the same sort of era um, but it felt like a little bit more luxury and plush in here um, than the Morrises of the same era that I've seen. Um, and sure enough, having done a little bit of research, when this particular mark, the Mark 1, came out in uh, 1958, um, it was retailing for about £680 in uh, that time's money, uh, whereas the Morris was retailing for about £480, not including tax and all that sort of stuff that you had to add on uh, once you purchased the car. Um, so the car did kind of go in at a slightly higher retail market price. Um, so that might explain why it feels that little bit kind of plusher and uh, nicer in here. And it, I guess it offers a, a little bit of something different. It's a lot more of a boxy shape than uh, the Morris is. Um, and the, the kind of boot space and stuff like that is a little bit different as well because there's kind of a little tonneau thing. And if you went for the Countryman version, you got quite a lot of space, much more similar to, I guess, a Morris Traveller than uh, the saloons or convertibles.
is a Mark One Farina, um, and they released both a Mark One and a Mark Two. And there's some kind of easy ways to tell uh, the Farinas apart depending on their mark. One of them being the radiator. The radiator on the Mark One has kind of a wavy uh, front, whereas the radiator on the Mark Two um, is a much flatter, uh, like grill look than uh, that of the Mark One. Um, but other than that, they they look quite similar. Um, some of them have kind of slightly uh, different roof colours than they do body colours and I think that look, makes them look really quite interesting. And uh, this car is running on uh, roast style wheels and it's got kind of little sporty wing mirrors that are absolutely useless. Um, so I'm having to use kind of quite a lot of the looking around um, through the, the rear view mirror and, and other mirrors. Um, and these cars were quite sporty. One was used by Pat Moss and Anne Wisdom in 1959, just a year after the first version came out. Um, and they did exceptionally well in it from what I've read. Um, so I can see why they were ever so popular following on from that. using the, the washer and the wiper for me. Incredibly helpful. 
offered us any kind of information and things like that. Offered to let us sit in one of the cars to kind of get a feel for it. Um, if we were interested in buying one and when we explained that actually my parents already had one and we were just kind of coming to get to know the club they, they were wonderful and had a look through their kind of magazine and stuff um, it seemed like a really useful and supportive group to have um, which is always nice to think about when you're buying a car uh, that parts availability and um, which you can like dad's had the same situations with me um, as that a lot of stuff that you can get off ESM um, and have it arrive the, the next sort of day with uh, anything that's kind of gone wrong mechanically um, as you get these TV problems with new cars. But yeah, generally really enjoying the drive and um, I'm going to have to head back in a bit and hand the keys back and um, yeah, hopefully Peggy's not got too jealous. sorts of videos will become a regular feature on the channel. I never set out to kind of be uh, a review podcast or anything like that. Um, but I thought that this car is so lovely and charming and I couldn't turn, I mean I doubt it will be the last time I have a go at driving it but I couldn't turn down the opportunity to share it with you guys as well. Um, and um, I hope you've learned a little bit maybe about the A43 and if you're looking for a car um, but you're perhaps looking for something that's not your typical uh, car that lots of people go for as their first classic uh, I wouldn't say that this would be a bad choice it's certainly uh, served me well today 